You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about protecting an essential asset in your life, your cell phone. Have you ever lost it? Would you ever want to be locked out of it? Here's how to stay safe with this. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Oh yes, so your cell phone. How many things do you use your phone for? Have you ever lost it? Like you have no idea where it is. What happened if you didn't have your phone, right? Or you couldn't use it. For some of us, this isn't a big deal. But for many, many people, their cell phone is not just a lifeline to get help in emergencies. But they also run their banking from it. They run their business from it or their lives from it. Kids run their social lives from their phones, but these days they're also doing their homework on their cell phones. They're turning in school assignments. People are applying for jobs, connecting to loved ones, or looking for real estate on their phones. You might even be listening to this show on your phone. So today's episode is to give you some tips about cleanliness, cell phone security, and for iPhone users to keep someone from locking you out of your own phone and stealing it from you. So first thing and trigger warning, This next part can be a bit gross, but I think it's really important that you know this because not everybody does, especially since we've just come through an era of a pandemic and just because there are a lot of other diseases circulating out there. Did you know that your cell phone is dirtier than a toilet seat? Okay, so I want you to know what a fomite is, first of all. So a fomite, and that's F-O-M-I-T-E, a fomite is an object that's used in disease transmission or disease vectors. And that's an object that's contaminated by a disease or pathogens on it. Someone touches it, and then they touch their eyes or their mouth, and then they contract a disease, okay? So here's the thing. People take their cell phones everywhere. They take them to dinner, they take them to bed, and even to the bathroom. They check their phones about every 12 minutes. And it's really a thing where all kinds of pathogens can make their way to the phone. This is really interesting. There's an article that I have in the show notes. And in this article, they talk about a recent study where there was an average of 17,000 bacterial gene copies on a single phone. That is gross. Yikes. 10 times dirtier than toilet seat. Can you believe that? everybody if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference please go to apple podcast ratings and give the show a five-star rating thanks so much it's appreciated so here's the thing in food service like people who work in restaurants uh, some places have a ban on cell phones in the kitchen and i could see why because they're so contaminated with bacteria and pathogens and viruses, it's a public safety risk. And the thing is, not all microbes are dangerous or negative because that's just part of life. We have microbes, but here's the thing. 
is cell phones, if you're touching them and then you touch your food and then you touch the phone and then touch the food again, guess what? You've contaminated that food source. You could get germs like streptococcus, MRSA, coli as an E. coli. You know when they talk about E. coli and all these food recalls where people are getting sick? That's coli. Coliforms, coagulus negative staphylococci, that's C-O-N-S, mold, and yeast, including variations of candida. All right, so the infectious dose of pathogens varies. It's still important they don't enter your system because once they're in your system, you can spread whatever that pathogen is to other people. And the thing is, microbial growth is more successful at warmer temperatures. And so it's really important just to keep your cell phone away from your food. And if you work in a kitchen, keep your cell phone away from your kitchen. All right, so there's that tip. I wanna give you some suggestions on how to actually clean your cell phone. First of all, don't touch your cell phone with unwashed hands. That's important, okay? And then there's this thing called a cell phone sterilizer that I'm gonna give you a tip on. Before I talk about that, I wanna talk about the difference between cleaning, sanitizing, disinfecting, and actually sterilizing. So cleaning removes visible soil and debris from surfaces, okay? Sanitizing reduces the presence of bacteria, viruses, and fungi, especially bacteria, right? Disinfecting eliminates pathogens and disease-causing microorganisms, and sterilizing, which is usually with UV light, that kills all microbes, okay? So here's the thing. When you use a cell phone sterilizer, it looks like a little box. It has a UV light in it. You have to turn off your cell phone. You stick it in there and then you turn it on for about two minutes and it will kill the germs that are on your phone. And that's a good way to do it. You really don't want to use hand sanitizer on your phone. It can damage your phone and hand sanitizer doesn't necessarily kill viruses. A lot of times it's just killing bacteria. So that's the difference. Okay. All right, a couple, few more things. Just to remind you, you want to wash your hands after you, well, actually before and after you prepare food. You want to wash your hands before eating and before you're with a sick person, before treating a cut, after using the restroom or changing diapers, cleaning up a child, blowing noses, touching animals, touching garbage. And you want to do all that stuff. And you want to wash your hands after you do any of those activities before you touch your phone. So think about that. Food, touching anything that's dirty or contaminated, using the restroom, blowing noses, touching animals or touching garbage. After you do all those things, wash your hands before you touch your phone. All right, because everything you touch, if you don't wash your hands, it's gonna end up on your cell phone. And then that becomes a fomite and voila. Also, a couple other things to keep in mind Places where there are a lot of germs tend to be kitchens, bathrooms, dining room tables, doctor's offices or dentist offices or any other medical area. So just take your phone. You could put it away or you could sanitize it after you go to those places. All right. And I should have said you could sterilize it after you go to those places with a cell phone sterilizer. All right. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about cell phone security with you. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. 
If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. All right, and we're back. Okay, so how do you keep a phone secure? Now, there are different types of cell phones, right? So you've got iPhones, you've got Androids, you've got Galaxies, and there are other ones as well. Some of these tips are going to apply to all of them, and some of them are going to apply to iPhones specifically. All right, so first of all, when you get into your phone, you want to have a relatively complex passcode, okay? And you also don't want to get into your phone where people could see you typing in a passcode. You might want to think about setting up the face ID setting on your phone so that it has to look at your face to let you in versus just a passcode. Because if you're at a public event, like a sporting event, or you're out shopping or you're in a restaurant, somebody could look over your shoulder, see your passcode, later on steal your phone, use your passcode, and then get in there and drain your bank account. Isn't that crazy? I heard about that from an article by Samantha Murphy Kelly from CNN Business, and I'm going to give you some other tips from her article in a minute. And I also have her article in the show notes. So here's the thing. It's not easy for them to look at your passcode and then steal your phone, but it can happen. So you want to be careful not to let someone see your passcode. So you might want to use the Face ID setting, and you can also set up that Face ID setting to recognize you when you're wearing a mask. If you're still wearing a mask, you can set it up that way. All right. A couple other things you can do is you could put, um, like, find my iPhone if you have an iPhone or Androids. I think they have another app to find that. You can set that up on your phone and then you can use another Apple device to find your phone. Find out where it is if it ever gets lost, which is extremely helpful sometimes because, again, you really don't want to lose your phone. The other thing is you want to protect your phone to keep it from getting stolen, right? You don't want people to take it, so don't leave it in a place where people could grab it. And if you do think someone's seen your passcode, you want to change it immediately, okay? So a couple of other things, and these tips are specific to iPhone users. Another way that thieves take your data and your information and your life and your identity is they look at your passcode, they steal your phone, and then they change the recovery key. And that's a 28 code character. And once they do that, you can't get into your own phone. You can't get into your own data, even if you have it on the cloud. It's not a good idea. So you might want to set up a secondary password preventing people from changing your Apple ID. Because see, if those people get in your phone, they might be able to change your Apple ID. And then that's what's used to change the recovery key. The other thing you want to do is you want to back up your data regularly so it can be recovered if your phone's stolen. And you might want to put your photos on a different cloud service like Google Photos, Microsoft OneDrive, Amazon Photos, or Dropbox. All right. So here are some tips I've given you today. I hope that they've been helpful. And I do have information in the show notes. I have information about 
the dirtiness of cell phones. I have a cell phone sterilizer and I also have Apple AirTags. Just want to give you one more tip before the end of the day. There are these things called Apple AirTags. You can also connect those up to find my iPhone setting, I believe. And you can also use those to track your luggage. You want to be careful someone doesn't put one of those on you so they can track you. <laughs> but you can put those in your luggage so that you know where your luggage is in case it's lost or stolen. And I have a link for Apple AirTags in the show notes. And I also have that article on cell phone security in the show notes. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you paying attention to your cell phone security and taking care of yourself. And you will too. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. And I'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? We'll contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.